I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 104. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Today on the show, I have Joe Jacobs from Mortgage Connection in Calgary, Alberta. He's been in the broker business for 12 years, part of the Axiom Network, and we have a great conversation about how he went from advertising in radio to taking that money and investing it into his clients via charitable things and just doing events with his clients and how it's made such a big difference. He also talks about the importance of building a team and that struggle that I know that myself and a lot of brokers have is handing stuff off and actually letting them kind of let them do it. And he talks about that as well. So it's a fantastic interview and uh, I'm sure you're going to totally dig it. This show is sponsored by the I Love Mortgage Brokering Careers page. So that's at I Love Mortgage Brokering slash careers. And one of the things that's happened since this podcast has started growing is people reach out to me and say, hey, Scott, where should I hang my mortgage license or I'm looking at making a change? And to me, choosing a mortgage brokerage is a lot like choosing a car. It's a very personal thing. I don't know who you should choose. I think ultimately it comes down to, you know, who's the right fit and, and what's important to you. I don't know what's important to you. The one thing I did realize, though, is that there was no easy way for someone who, let's say, they were looking at making a change and for them, for them to compare one brokerage to the next. And so we created the careers page. So what happens is you go to this page, you put in your postal code, and then you can search for brokerages that are currently recruiting. You can compare things like, you know, brokerage size, do they have offices, sort of all of the, the data details, and then and then some background on what they're looking for. And then you can say, hey, this is a fit for me, or maybe it's not. At the end of the day, we're not trying to entice anybody to change brokerages. We know that at any given time, probably three to maybe 5% of the broker community is looking at either making a change or there's new people coming in. So from the bank space. And so what we wanted to do is create somewhere for them to uh, be able to just get some info and then ultimately they make their own decision. So check it out and definitely check out this interview. It's a good one. Hey Joe, thanks for agreeing to be on the show today. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the mortgage business? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I've been in the business for just over 12 years now. Um, I guess the simplest thing to say is that I basically born into the business in the sense that uh, my father was a commercial broker, my mom a uh, mortgage broker. I always swore that I wouldn't go into the business and do something else, but um, basically got into it quite young and very glad that I did. Um, we run a brokerage here in Inglewood in Calgary. Father, two beautiful children at home. So for me, it's just about running a successful business, but also having a good balance of family life. Right. And so initially, I guess you started 12 years ago in the mortgage biz. So how did your family convince you or what convinced you to go into the mortgage biz if you were sort of initially reluctant? <laughs> uh, it was actually another mortgage broker. I was convinced I wanted to be on ESPN and be a sports broadcaster. And I sat down with a mortgage broker in Calgary that used to be a sports broadcaster. And he said I was absolutely crazy if I wanted to do that instead of being a mortgage broker. And Hilarious. so I, and so I, uh, I decided, well, I still think I want to be a, a sports broadcaster. So he said, well, I'll hook you up with some people at a news station. Go and uh, follow them around for a day and then check back with me next week if you think you still want to do that. And so I, I did that and I checked back the next day or the, basically the next day, not the next week and said, you're right. There's no way I want to do that. And the rest is history, I guess. Right. And is this when you just came out of university or something? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was finishing university, yeah. Right. Okay. And so then in your, you, you joined the family business and then, so what, what was it like kind of, you know, working with family can always be, it can be challenging. It can be great. So how was your experience with that? Uh, there, there's good and bad of it. Um, you know, it's, 
it, it's great in some ways because you know there's a bit of a path that's been that's been paved, um, and you're going to learn from people that you have a lot of trust with. Obviously, um, the negative is it it can make family dynamics a little different. You know, you're you're in business and you're doing business together. You know, Thanksgiving dinners can be about interest rates and lenders and uh, clients, and and that can get uh, that can get a little strange. But it's it you know we we separate those things, and you know I, I wouldn't have wanted any any other mentors than than who I had. Yeah, I work with family as well, and there can be a tendency when you're at a family event to just turn into shop talk, and the rest of the family gets a little bit like, hey, you know, knock yeah. it off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my uh, my wife definitely uh, definitely isn't uh, isn't a fan of that when that happens. But um, you know, it's it's not something that we do too often anymore. We've uh, we've realized that there's only a, a small group of us that want to talk about that ever, and maybe right. we don't even want to talk about it when we're there. We should just change topics. So before we dive into your story, I always like to ask about a success quote that's had an impact on your life or business. I love how quotes are portable, they're memorable, and they can kind of help you stay on track. So do you have a quote that's really impacted you? Uh, yeah, for sure. Actually, it's it's a quote that I read a l- long before I was even in business. But uh, I was always a huge football fan growing up, and I always admired Steve Young as a quarterback. And his uh, his idea of success is something that's really stuck with me in life and stuck with me in my business too. And uh, a quote that that uh, that really stuck with me was: "The principle is competing against yourself. It's about self improvement, about being better than you were the day before." So. Uh, I, I'm a big football fan too. I'm not a great, very good at football, but I do love the game. And so this idea of competing against yourself. So how do you, do you apply that like on a day-to-day basis in your, either in your life or your mortgage business? It's, it's just about, about betterment, about being you know better today than you were, than you were yesterday and making sure that you're better tomorrow than you were today. You know, I, I think sometimes people get caught up that, you know, you have to have certain numbers or certain wins or certain things that make you feel like you've been successful but really it's about making sure that just every day when you're getting up you're doing a better job than you were yesterday whether that's being a better father a better a better husband a better friend a better mentor better mortgage broker better leader to your team it's just about making sure that you are always doing what you can to be better than you were the day before to learn to compete uh, to not give up. It, it's more like just a, a mantra on how you're going to live your life, but it, it definitely stuck with me. And it's, it's how I run my, my business and my life. Right. So it's a mindset thing. But so can you give me, I like to always get really practical or tactical as much as I can. So can you give me an example of something, say maybe in your mortgage business, how, how do you specifically stay sharp or get better at brokering? Like, is there anything that you do on a daily, weekly, annual basis or something? Uh, share ideas. And I, I think that's a, a a thing that our our industry can really benefit from is that um, there's a lot of people that are successful and do things, and if you can share your ideas and your successes with with others and take the time to learn from them, um, you're, you're going to find a little thing that can help you, whether it's you know just a small small thing that they do with a client or a small thing that they do just on a day-to-day basis. So for me, a lot of it has to do with just being open to, you know, taking time with others that, that are around that you, you can share your successes with and, and get ideas from them as well. So I think, I think a sharing of ideas is really important. Right. I'm, I'm a big uh, fan of that, obviously with the show and everything. And I, I often feel like 
Uh, we have all these mortgage smart people in, in kind of corners reinventing wheels. And it's like, somebody's already made a really good one. Why don't we just duplicate it and, and apply it to your own business? So do you like, are you actively, do you have like some mortgage broker relationships or is this something that just is done internally? Like, is it just within your company or do you do it outside your company as well? Uh, it's both. Like within my company, it's very important that we have, you know, we make sure that we sit down, uh, not necessarily on a daily basis, but we sit down definitely a couple times a week and just um, get an idea on where things are at, whether it's from a an individual client situation, an individual deal situation, or just the general environment that we're in, uh, and make sure that everyone has has a plan and everyone knows where where they're coming from and. But I think it's bigger than that. Like you can do that within your own your own outfit, and that's great. But chances are you have fairly like minded people in your own outfit, mm-hmm. and so I think that can limit you to just too small of a box. So for me, and where I, I definitely think expanding that out to other people in the industry is really important, and taking the time for that. I think far too often we think we're too busy, we can't do this, we don't have time. Having a quick coffee with you know, a colleague or a competitor, however you want to look at them, it's probably going to be worth it. You know, you're going to be able to pick up something that you just hadn't thought of and share something with them that they hadn't thought of. And I think we have to be, uh, as a community of brokers, much more open to that. Um, Mm -hmm. I I find too often that people, you know, they think they have some magical secret that they want to keep to themselves and it would be much better if they just share that to everyone. Um, and that's just going to better everyone. Yeah, I find when I've shared something that I thought was like, Oh, this is such a great idea. And then someone else takes it and they actually put a spin on it that in some ways it can actually improve it. And you're like, Oh, I didn't even see that. And so this is where sharing actually can improve something because you get another input and another perspective. And so I totally agree with you. So I want to ask about failure. I know that as an entrepreneur, business owner, mortgage broker, failure happens, but it's never, uh, you know, final or fatal, but there's the, and there's always a lesson when you look back. So can you share something that you'd failed at and the lesson that you learned? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think failure is a good thing. Um, just because it shows that you're trying. Um, but for me, advertising, um, and it's a pretty bro, uh, broad thing, but I had a, a pretty big ad campaign a few years ago where I had a radio spot and I did it for a couple of years. Um, so I had a weekly radio spot that changed every week and it was called the mortgage minute. And it was uh, a lot of time. Obviously there was an expense to it, a lot of money and effort. Um, and I got good business from it, but I realized that I was focusing a lot of time and energy on trying to get business from a market that I didn't have. So, and when I looked at it and realized the business I was coming in, the business came from it was very good. But when I looked at how much time and effort I was doing just to try to get this new business, it actually caused me to do a complete shift and focus on on what I want to do within our business. And, and what we ended up doing was basically shifting all of our advertising money out of that and putting it into existing clients. And what I mean by that is we basically just said, our clients love us and they are going to be better advertisers for us than any marketing firm or any radio spot you do. So instead of spending money and time and effort on that, let's focus that on our existing clients. So whether it's, you know, big events that we do with their families, um, bringing them out for, you know, date nights with their, with their spouses or, you know, sponsoring their own kids hockey tournaments or golf events for charity or whatever it is, um, all of our advertising dollars have now gone back into those clients. 
and and that's really changed things for us. Right. Uh, yeah, actually, we, I kind of went through a similar process as well in my own business where I experimented with radio. And so how long did you do the radio thing? Uh, about two years. So yeah, uh, long enough. Yeah. And I, and I broke, same with me, I discovered I broke even on it. But in the end, I was like, well, I'm kind of working for the radio station because I'm paying them. And it was just instead, I took a fraction of that money and invested into my database. And it's been much more successful. So the community involvement that you're in, though, so do you, you mentioned date nights? So do you actually take clients out like within groups on or is this just like clients that are like friends as well? Like what is what what are you doing with that? Yeah, no, we've done a we've done a couple of things that are, are, are pretty unique. Um like the first big one I did was a couple of years ago. Um, I, I took a group of clients. They were all clients of mine that I'd had for a long time, uh, really good referral sources. And I wanted to do kind of a big special thank you, but on a casual way. So my wife and I actually took a group to uh, the Bruno Mars concert when it was in Calgary. Um, and it was a huge success. We had like a big dinner planned at the Saddle Dome. Um, and it blew my clients away. Uh, and in that moment, I realized that cost me a lot less than advertising on the radio. And the results were spectacular. So how many people did you bring to the concert? Like, it was a really small group because I didn't want to have it as just a giant corporate event because I thought that wasn't, that wasn't the goal. The goal was to make it really special for a small group. I had to be really selective on who I had, made sure, you know, they would mingle well and get along well so it took some time to figure out kind of a right a right group for a good evening but it was basically just a group of 12 people enough that I could comfortably um, mingle with everyone um, be involved very uh, very well with everyone but keep it casual as well mm -hmm. um, and so it was, it was a small thing and the results have, have been spectacular in the sense that those clients were so blown away by it. And I'm, not that I did it just because I wanted to, to gain new business. It was a thank you. But the amount of business that's come back from that really did speak the volume of what it did to them. Mm -hmm. That's really good. And you mentioned hockey tournaments. So what do you do there? You know, if a client has something and, you know, whether it's a hockey tournament we've only done one of them i think but um you know they have kids that's actively involved in hockey i know how crazy that can be but um they have a, a tournament they need some sponsorship just doing something like that it means a lot to them because it takes you know it takes takes it off their table that they have to go find someone they come to the table and say yeah my mortgage broker is willing to give us a sponsorship um so stuff like that we uh we've done an annual uh charitable golf tournament where we've been the title sponsor the last few years and it was headed by one of my really good clients and I agreed to come on and, and be the sponsor for it. And that's been a great experience for us as well. So, you know, just again, giving back to your clients, whether it's kind of a, a special night for them or whether it's helping them out with some other cause that they're, they're actively involved in. Right. Actually, if you check out your site too, you've got some stuff for you, uh, fuel for school program and you guys are very uh, entrenched in your community. So that's pretty cool. And, um, okay, so now I want to just ask about uh, processes and systems. Mortgage brokers who are successful, they always have a system and a process that kind of don't just show up and wing it. So can you share an example of an administrative process that you had um, that wasn't working and then a tweak that you made in the outcome that you got? Sure. Um, I mean, the biggest process, you know, I guess fail I think that I've had is um, trying to do too much and um, not letting go of things. Um, and where we really have shifted is that I realized what I was really good at was being with my clients. So initially meeting with people 
Um, and clients is where I'm good. What I'm awful at is dealing with lenders, underwriting, paperwork. It, it's not my, it's not where I, where I excel. So the, the change we had is that we basically have fully shifted that I only deal with my clients. Uh, I have Amy in my office who's been with me from, from the get go and, Basically, I can't I can't do my business without her. And she deals with lenders. She deals with paper collection. She's the most organized person I know. Clients love her. And the client's experience has been way better because of that. And on top of that, I have way more time to give to clients individually, to meet with new clients, and have a better you know balance of life. It's a lot easier for me to check out um, and hang out with my family because I know I have a team that's fully engaged um, in each transaction. And then further than that, we've taken a further step where Amy's really good at that part, but we now have someone that handles all our servicing and funding as well. So we basically have team members that are fully engaged in every transaction that comes through our through our door. And I think that's really empowered everyone in our office to care a lot more and be willing to give a lot more because they're so actively involved in every client. Every client knows everyone on my team personally. Mm-hmm. And so initially when you, did you have a hard time letting that go or was that an easy transition? Cause when I talk to a lot of brokers, like we tend to be very like kind of driven and want to control things. And one of the areas people seem to struggle is just letting their team help them or their assistant help them. So does, was that a struggle for you or was that an easy thing? Uh, I would say initially it's a struggle. A lot of that has to do with making sure you have the right team members. Um, you know, if you don't have people working with you, and I say with you instead of for you, because I think that's that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And if you have people working with you that you empower to make decisions, to take over, and to be actively involved, then you're going to have just a better experience. But you have to have that trust factor, and there has to be accountability, you know, we all screw up and my office is really small. So there's nowhere to hide. So, you know, I screw up as much as anyone, probably more than anyone. And if, if there's an error, you have to, you have to own it and you have to figure out a way to solve it. So I I think that it is tougher for brokers to, you know, want to pass things on, but you really need to, I think to be successful. And I don't mean, when I say successful, I just mean to do a good job for the client. You need to be willing to, just make the whole process as streamlined and simple as possible for them. And I think it's very difficult to do that on your own. Um, you can do it. I mean, there's people that do it and do a really good job of it. But a lot of people have skill sets that are only part of that transaction. And so if you can really focus on what you're good at and make sure you have other people on your team that are good at other areas, it becomes a lot easier to let it go. Right. We talk about that in our office a lot. You got to play your position on the field because you, you ever watch little kids play soccer and they just crowd the ball, right? They're just like a swarm. They'll kick, take the ball from each other, like same team. And we're always like, hey, it's on your side of the field. And I, I move the ball over there and then I have to trust that they're going to do it. And I can't run over and like take the ball back because then we're just, it's not, that's not how a team works. And so, yeah, that's good. That's a really good thing that you've figured out. And so how long in before you, that actually transitioned, sort of the coin dropped and you're able to figure that out to embrace it rather? I mean, I, th- I think we'd embraced it fairly early on, but not enough. And I think that's the other kind of side to it is that you really have to fully commit to it. And I think that's where some people struggle, kind of in what you just alluded to, that you let it go and then kind of bring it back. So I would say we've we've fully embraced it for, for quite a few years now, but um, we've also adjusted even more where uh, how I used to have it was, I dealt with the clients fully 
and never dealt with lenders. And so there was a little too much back and forth still. In the last couple of years, we've really shifted it to, as I said, Amy, who's basically my, uh, I say she runs everything, but she really does. You know, she basically now takes it from once I've met with the client till it's ready to sign off with them. And, and that's just made my experience as my one-on-one experience with the client way better. And then, you know, my, my environment in the office way better too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I'm going to switch gears to sales and marketing. So you'd mentioned that you had experimented with radio, that you were, it was working, but you just not for the, wasn't worth the return. So was there any other sort of sales or marketing initiatives you've tried that maybe didn't have the outcome you want? And then, it, then what kind of change did you make to it? So that was the right, that was definitely my biggest marketing. You know, one of the other things that um, I guess I could give you a success on a marketing thing that I think brokers aren't doing enough of. Sure, that'd be great. One thing that we've really changed about a couple of years ago, we did this, but we, we don't have an enormous online presence. We're not a we're not an online broker in any way, but we do realize that we get a lot of client referrals, uh, and I know that. If someone refers us, the first thing that person's probably doing is going online. To Googling you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we really started focusing on online reviews. And it was the simplest thing I've ever done. And I've told any broker about it. Um, and basically what we do is we have a we have a system like most probably do where you you know you have a, a thank you or a final kind of touch email before a, after a mortgage is funded just making sure everything's in order and everything's good and in that we basically have a call to action to our clients to if you if you liked us if you're happy with what we did please leave us a review and we give them direct links to basically four different spots that they can review us and the results have been phenomenal in the sense that we get a lot of reviews because our clients do like us and there's just a simple button they click and they can do it. Um, I think if you just ask for a review, frankly, a lot of people wouldn't do it. They'd say, oh, I'll do it, but they wouldn't get to it. When it's right in front of them, they just click it, they do it, takes them two minutes. And we've gotten tons of business from it. Um, people are saying, yeah, I, I saw you on Google or I saw you on Yelp and you guys seem great, so I want to come in and see you. And it costs us absolutely nothing. I haven't coupled it with any kind of Google advertising or anything like that. It, it costs us $0, and so yeah, it gives us basically uh, a presence where if someone has been referred to us by a friend or family, they go online, they go, wow, okay, these guys are not only referred by my friend, but look at all these other people that say they're great. Um, and so it, it's been a real win for us from a, I'm going to call it marketing, but it's just our clients marketing for us on the internet, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I just Googled you 62. Currently you have 62 Google reviews. Uh, do you know who James Lowen is in Burlington? So he does the same thing and he's like, he gets a lead a day from it, but he's 181 or something Google reviews. Yeah. yeah. And I, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, we, we started this basically I think it's about two years ago is when we started it. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to have that kind of, um, that kind of growth. And I I can see if, you know, if you had 182 reviews, it's, it's huge and it doesn't cost anything to do it. It's just asking your clients to do it. And most will do it. If you, if you give them an easy platform to do it and they do like you. And can you track a business that's directly from that? You you can. I mean, the, the reality is we always ask anyone where they're, where they're coming from. And most people, if they've, looked at a Google review and that's where they're coming from, they're going to tell you that. So right. um, it's pretty easy. But yeah, we get we get tracking stuff on it as well. That's good. Okay, so I'm going to move to the rapid fire questions. You feel free to answer these as shorter answers if you like. What's the number one thing holding back most mortgage brokers from being successful? I think a lot of it's lack of, re- lack of responsiveness and lack of communication. You really do need to make the process 
as easy and simple for for clients as possible. Um, and I think you know just making that extra phone call on a Thursday when Friday's a condition day and you don't have things met just to let them know that everything's in order and we're just waiting on a sign off on an appraisal or whatever it is. I, th I think a lot of brokers just you know they know that they're going to get things done but they don't communicate well. And you have to understand that you know for the client this is a nerve-wracking time quite often mm -hmm. especially if it's in a house buying process and i just think too many brokers are too relaxed because it's what they deal with every day and not realizing that who they're helping it's it's not a normal process um so you know not having that communication or not dealing with things right away is a big deal um and it, it makes the experience not as good and i just think too many brokers that i see or I hear horror stories from clients on, I just am blown away by just, it's a simple thing, but people seem not to do it enough. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, the, the crazy part is if you ask any mortgage broker, which lender or underwriter they like, it almost always comes down to communication. Like it's not always necessarily product or anything. It's like, they always keep me in the loop. They give me quick answers and that's who we gravitate towards. So why would it be any different for our clients on the other end? Right? Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. So what one thing or habit do you think has made you guys successful? Yeah, it kind of ties into that. It's just get things done right away. You know, it, procrastination is just, it, it's, it's a disease in my opinion. But if, if, you're, if you're on the phone with a client and they ask you to do something or there's a quick task, just get it done. Um, mm -hmm. Do it right then. Don't put it on a to-do list. Don't put it in your, your Outlook task or whatever it is. Uh, just, just get it done. And I think if you can just make sure that you're responsive and you every day make sure that when you have something that needs to be done, do it then. Because if you just put it on the back burner, it's either going to get missed or forgotten. Um, and, and then the other big thing for us is following up. So, uh, you know, if you put in a request to get something done and you don't have it, make sure you have a system in place where that's getting followed up on. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Uh, I'd say The Go-Giver. Um, it's a simple book. It's a really quick read. Uh, character's name's Joe, so that touched me pretty quickly. Yeah, um, so he's and, highly intelligent, very successful. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Ridiculously good looking. Face um, for radio. You know, yeah, so you exactly. Were radio, right? Yeah, that's the other reason. Yeah, I had the radio face, exactly. Yeah, that was just a book that, uh, that kind of gave me... Um, really resonated with me on, you know, you're going to get more by giving more. And our whole business is based on that, you know, whether it's giving time, time to others, giving time to your clients, giving back to the community, you just give, give, give. That's awesome. So this is my last question. One of my favorites. Remember the movie Back to the Future? Yes. So there's the DeLorean, you can travel in time. So if I could put you in the DeLorean, send you back 12 years to when you first became a mortgage broker, and you could sit down and say, Joe, you need to do these three things. What would you tell yourself? I'd hire people sooner and I'd overpay for good talent and good people. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, just make sure that you have the right people that work with you and pay them for their talents and give them power. So I'd hire people sooner. I focus on the client even more. Uh, I'm pretty focused on my client and I always thought I was focused on the client, but uh, I think that just they are your best source for um, growing your business and making sure that their experience is phenomenal is is the key and that their after service experience is just as phenomenal okay and then the, i guess i got one more i gotta give you three right um I, I i think that we're in an environment where we just have to make sure that we're giving more of ourselves in in every way shape and form and as a, a broker community i think we have to really shift our mind that 
you're going to be successful if the broker community is successful. So this podcast, I think, is a great thing because it's sharing ideas. Um, it always frustrates me when people are talking about how they're competing against other mortgage brokers. Because to me, if a client is getting a mortgage through a mortgage broker and having a good experience, that is a win for me, even if it's not through me. And so I, I really would, I think, be a little more involved early in my career um, like I am now with making sure that I'm sharing ideas with other brokers, hearing their ideas and, and viewing it as, you know, we're in this together. We're going to be successful if the channel successful. Right. We're all wear the same jersey, basically. You bet. Okay. Well, Joe, I really appreciate your time today, man. And where can people find you online? Uh, so, yeah, you can find us at uh, mortgageconnection.ca, probably the, the quickest way to find us, or you can Google us and see our reviews. Are you guys hiring? Yeah, we're, uh, we're always hiring, I guess. You know, as I said, we're a, we're a smaller firm, but I'm always looking to expand it with right people that, that have the right attitude. So. Right. And uh, so anybody, anyone listening can check out links um, at islandmortgagebrokering.com. There'll be links to, to Joe's website as well as everything we talked about. Joe, I really appreciate your time today, man. I hope you continue to crush it. All right. Thanks so much.